Hey guys, welcome to the Valley Cast. You might notice that we're doing something remote here. We'll talk about that in a sec. But before this is we the get Valley started, Valley Cast Christmas special, everybody. This yeah. is the Valley Cast Christmas <laughs> special. So I hope you all. Uh, it is a cash bar. Sorry, uh, times have been tough. Yeah. Uh, but we hope you guys have a good time, and we're gonna have some good corporate humor, good, safe, fun corporate humor, and uh, we're gonna just don't get too drunk, Randy. Randy. <laughs> you fucking drunk. Randy, you loser. Randy, Randy. You fucking piece of shit. You every asshole. Time. You bad it's dad. Every time. You're every a bad time. dad. Every time, Randy. No one likes you, Randy. <laughs> don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. So, guys, I have a question for you right off the bat, a Christmas question. And this is something that I've been... CQ. Yeah, if that's okay, Uh, because it is the holidays. And um, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, What else can I say? Um, But uh, this... this, So I tweeted out... I tweeted this out because I'm kind of in a a pinch. Sorry, for my friends in a pinch. I'm not in a pinch because this is not me. But I'm asking a question... Uh, that I tweeted and I'm going to present it to you guys and see if you guys have a take on this. But I tweeted question for all you Xmas heads out there. Mm-hmm. If okay. I have three calling birds mm-hmm. for the fourth day of Christmas, <laughs> ah. am, am I completely fucked? Asking for a friend. I'm not the dumbass who didn't get four fucking calling birds months ago. So so if I, this is not me, let's be on, let's just get that right out of the way. But if you have only purchased three calling birds, and of course you need four calling birds for mm-hmm. the fourth day of Christmas, mm-hmm. is you that am I, is my friend it's fucked? Not it's not it, me. You, no, it's my friend. But are they can fucked? You tell us more about the friend. Yeah, they're just uh, you know. I mean, it's it's been a rough year and. Uh, yeah, uh, some motivation to go buy gifts for everybody and get all the fucking twelve days of Christmas gifts. Uh, right. Every fucking year. You do uh, it every year. I mean, your friend does it every year. Well, everybody does it, right? Well, I mean, I haven't participated in the twelve days of Christmas for quite a long time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. As I said, it's kind of a Christmas head question. So. Hmm. Hmm. And it's not you. It's, it's not, not you. Me. No, it's not me because I have my four calling birds. I don't. You can't hear them. No, I I do hear three though. Uh, no, that's not me. Ah, I heard okay. at least three. There's, there's at least three. There's usually a four, like because they harmonize, and there's usually a fourth in there. Yeah, yeah. I know. We're kind of fine. This is a good mic. It's not supposed to pick up really much. So, uh, ah, you got to be right in front of it. So, uh, anyway, am I fu- or sorry, is my friend <laughs> fucked? Uh- <laughs> Is he fucked? Are we absolutely <laughs> fucked? Is Christmas fucked this year? Is Christmas fucked because... How's everybody doing? Great to see you guys. We're doing a remote episode of the show because, you know, there's a there's a disgusting virus that is eating up our Picking planet. up steam. It's just going crazy. It's picking up like steam. It, it's like it took a deep breath and it's just spewing itself all over the country right now. It's you know what it feels like to me? It feels like... Everyone's getting it. It feels like uh, there's because, you know, there was I was reading some Reddit post about like how there's likely a mass extinction event that will uh, leave the earth fine because the earth has persevered uh, through. The many- earth just knows how to pick itself up. The, the earth has survived because yeah. everybody talks Ooh. about how we're fucking up the earth and stuff. And we truly are uh irreversibly so but uh but the earth has survived like giant fucking meteors and like uh she's she's just a trooper she's a trooper mother earth and she's really a fighter and uh so she'll be around long after we're way gone and forgotten do you think she'll remember us absolutely those scars won't go away baby the emotional ones (laughs) and the physical ones But uh, but the way I feel like I've been reading a lot about kind of like, you know, where we're headed and how fucked we are as humans and, you know, all that joyful holiday shit. And uh, someone was and talking- we'll get to that right after this break here on the 
Valley Folk Christmas, Christmas holiday special. <laughs> Guys, here at the Valley Folk, we celebrate Christmas every year by giving a hug to every child in the neighborhood. We knock on every door and say, Merry Christmas. Do you have any children here? And if they say yes, we ask if we can hug them. So you've been reading a lot. Uh, so yeah, and we're back. <laughs> so I felt like I felt I feel like COVID like came with a vengeance as you know, in, in whatever way it did. And then we did our best to fight it. And then we all, you know, most of us took care of what we need to take care of and keep our family safe and our neighbors and Are you throwing up right now. Feel yeah. really safe. And yeah, uh, what's happening. <laughs> And uh, but and we feel like we we had it at bay at least a little bit, uh, and then now now we've got a new variant that's like really ravishing uh, major cities and things. The like Transformers that. variant. The Transformers are the Omicron. Yep. Percy I eight. Yep. But yeah, no, it's real bad, and we know a lot of people who are getting it, and thankfully most of our friends are vaccinated and boosted and all that, and. Uh, the word on the street is is that if you are vaccinated and boosted and all that then it's not so bad and it's survivable mm -hmm. kind of like how the regular version of the the first variant and the first versions of covid have been against the vaccines see uh, are you under the impression that joe and i have not are not aware of the uh, no this is for everybody this is for everybody. Okay. This is for the audience you know we're doing a show elliot we're doing you, a show we're, we're doing a you show. know everyone is aware of what you're saying you have to over explain everything look you to, steve i know you think we're lying to you but we both got vaccinated no yeah, I, I, think it, I mean i know it's a weird time to show bring you it my up car. during the christmas party but i think it's you know everybody's the so far you covered party. global warming is an issue and yeah this virus the earth will be fine but i think the virus my point is is that we uh our boy kevin uh we don't know we're we're all oh, waiting okay. with bated breath if he's in, if he's okay but we all know people who are not feeling well and have it or whatever so we're doing this remote episode and that's what that is and and my final closing thoughts on this bringing back the whole earth thing and ah, the COVID yes. thing and you were reading a Here reddit post and I was reading a Reddit post. Christmas special. I think, and since it's the holidays, I think this variant is one of a number of endless attempts for nature to be rid of the human race. I think it's happening right now, and I think this is it. Mm. You're in a dark spot. <laughs> no, I think I'm just in a truth spot. Oh, well, truth can be dark. In, in... Uh, sure, we, we can find the fun in truth. It does feel like there's a little bit of a reset happening, <laughs> like not just with the virus, but just like, yeah, all of the weather phenomenon and happenings. It's almost like it's just trying to hit the erase button. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's like, oh, you guys thought you might have figured out a way to curb this. <laughs> Think again, brother, mother. <laughs> no, 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 no. What are you doing for Christmas, Steve? I'm staying home. I'm I'm not going really anywhere. I'm gonna go see my family. We're gonna have a little family thing. They kind of want to go. I think they were talking about going to Solvang or something. I don't know, man. I think shit's crazy this holiday season. It might be safer to stay in with the fam. In mm -hmm. my in my opinion, I don't know. I'm just some dumb idiot from California. So well, car trips are fun, even during this time, as long as you stay in the car and you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it might be safer. I don't know. My personally, I feel like it might be safer not to do that. But I'm gonna see my family, and I'm gonna be here. And uh, you know, <laughs> it's the season, Joe. Tis the season, they say. <laughs> so you're going mad, is what it sounds like. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's crazy because it is a little scary that people are. You know, oh, I think yeah. I think forever people are gonna be like, oh, here comes another quarantine. You know, because everyone keeps talking about how like there might be another quarantine. And it's like, I don't know if I believe that, really. I think it's just going to be up to you if you want to, like, be out in the world or if you feel safe enough or if you're doing everything you can to feel safe. Um, but I think the quarantine was so scary and damaging and fucked up that people are just going to be afraid of it forever and afraid of another one coming. It's going to be ups and downs. It's going to be peaks and valleys. Yeah. But do you think we've got an, do you think another quarantine is coming? I, I oh, fuck if I know, I Look, know. man, I'm far from an expert. All I all I'm doing is taking the temperature of the people and the temperature of the, the country and the world. And it seems like 
I would be very surprised if that happened. I think personal quarantines will happen to people, but it just feels like in general, people would rather act like it's over. Yeah, because they exactly. don't want to go back to Most it. Most people are acting like it's over. Like I've been acting like it's over, and then all this Omicron thing oh. happened, and that, and then I was like, all right, well, I guess it's time to not even take your mask off outside again. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like quarantine worked when the it was uh, we stood a chance of really stopping it, but now it seems as though uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe this was always inevitable, but it seems as there's no stopping it. So it's like. What can yeah. you do? Plus, I don't think anybody would tolerate, and I don't know that economically it would necessarily. I think you're right, feasible. Elliot. I think that's the whole, yeah. I think that's, that's it. I don't know. Because I think, yeah, I think the quarantine was an attempt in the beginning to stop it. And, and I think yeah. it might've worked. Yeah. It may <laughs> now, have. Now, now, it, now a quarantine would be pretty pointless because it just feels like most people have decided what they want to do, how they yeah. want to handle this. I, ju- I would just be surprised because I don't think because really for me, there's there's the work version of quarantine, but then there's like the school's version of quarantine. And I just don't see people shutting down the schools exactly. again. And but if you don't. Sh- and that's just like that's the Petri dish. That's where the Petri yeah. dish starts and brings everything home. And right. I mean, I, and like, do you think that like major theme parks and stuff? I'm going to I'm going to start. I'm going to have these vitamins in front of me. I'm about to swallow down a bunch of vitamins. Them out of anxiety. <laughs> I really am. I have them all right here. I'm going to I'm going to take I've got my vitamin A. I'm about to take two. I've got my vitamin K. I'm about to take two. And my D3, which I'm about to take two of. Not sponsor. And my and, favorite Christmas special we've ever done. Yeah, guys, watch it. Good. Watch some old men take some vitamins. <laughs> just, and can you imagine about- in 20 just showing us in 2018 what this is? <laughs> Be like, guys, what? Guys, so Omicron is fucking us up, and I'm gonna take my pills. <laughs> Like Omnicron was some robot that came from space to kill us all. I still don't know how to say it. It's the one that I. I'm not saying it right at all. Probably. Omicron. No one was saying. Is it Omicron or Omnicron? Omicron. 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 Is that that (laughs) Paul Simon song? Oh man, is it it's COVID? Like I see the word everywhere, but I don't. It doesn't stick in my. It's uh, like Jelaine, Jelaine Maxwell, Jelaine. Like you know that that Maxwell, the the the, uh, the pervert. Yeah, the the Epstein <laughs> Epstein's uh, like second yeah, command. Jelaine, Jelaine. Yeah, 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 I don't know how to say her name. I don't know how to say yeah. it. And Ghislaine. by the way, that trial is going on, and it's really interesting because it's like hardly being like covered mm-hmm. in a big way. But it, you know, you if you Google it, you'll find stuff. I, I think there's conspiracy on top of conspiracy on top of conspiracy. But the main reason why this trial isn't like as big as the Epstein one or as like you know OJ or anything like that is because they're not televising this. Yeah, there's no f- cameras in the courtroom. They're, Did you see that? What? when the the um because they don't have cameras they have you know the sketch artists mm-hmm. and the freaking her looking at the sketch artist and then drawing her back <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like dueling sketch like, artists stand, like standing like just dead-eyed staring at her drawing <laughs> the sketch art i was like that is a bold bold weird move uh, yeah just well- vigorously and drawing and then holding it up the whole yeah. thing is creepy and weird oh. And uh, I've heard and it's like the prosecutors are trying to throw it too. Like the prosecutors yeah, are doing a horrible job. And from the very beginning, it seems like they have really no interest in, uh, in prosecuting. It's, it's at all. crazy because, you know, this is like we could get into conspiracy stuff and get scared and talk about like the corruption and stuff that is that we're surrounded by <laughs> on the daily with things Moons like this. Spaceship. But it really like I, if you guys don't know, like this Epstein thing, this whole Epstein thing is so scary and huge and big and like you know there's still residual stuff there's that too many red lines connecting Dude. to too many important people for them to really want to play with this yep and that's the bottom line <laughs> yeah. pretty much like too and, many red lines man i don't know <laughs> and, and, I don't, then, and then when you I go don't want to have to go through these and navigate all these red lines <laughs> and, like catherine zeta jones and entrapment Dude, that <laughs> is a specific specific yeah. movie drop <laughs> yes it is joe but you're right visually it does feel that way because you know there's like when you go deeper down the rabbit hole there's even people talking about how like the lack of uh of constant coverage 
uh, might have something to do with like, you know, these media companies linked to very powerful people, linked to very powerful institutions that could be implicated, you know, with all of this this stuff. And it's just endless. Like the it's endless. The connections to this like crazy, disgusting Epstein debacle in thing is like deep. It's so huge and crazy and scary and deep and uh you know the 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 most interesting part has always to me been that like manifest that like plane manifest with like names mm-hmm. of people that have been on Epstein's Cross plane out. and stuff. Yeah, man, it's real scary. I can't believe Santa was on there. That was weird. What? <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back, guys. It's the Valley Folk Christmas special coming at you. <laughs> Santa was on it. Oh man! I was Why was Santa on Epstein's? Two questions: Why was Matt Groening on Epstein's plane, which is true, and why was Santa on Epstein's plane? <laughs> we'll uh, find out when we come back. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, so they're saying the trial is gonna even like end really soon, probably, which yeah. is so it's gross, man. It's Th- like this the biggest should, thing ever. It's so <laughs> it's the biggest thing ever for like so many things for this industry for this country for the level of debauchery is so un- it's so, unheard of it's despicable. so it's like damning on a human level yeah, yeah. That, it's like the it's kind like, of shit you read about that like vikings did back in the yeah, day like the greeks <laughs> yeah the greeks and the and the inquisition yeah. and shit it's like really debaucherous like hedonistic powerful scary shit that just what's actually that king, what's that that was made it caligula or whatever yeah it's yeah like... caligula yeah caligula's yeah. Pop- yeah because there was a lot omicron. of well, cal- <laughs> o- omicron G- g-lane g- gizlane <laughs> guy shaleen uh, omicron Maxwell. but yeah anyway but uh it's so crazy all this shit's going on it's everything so and and it's like man i like it's the result of this trial could change everything or nothing or or and and that's the thing like i think that there are people that don't want it to change everything because i think the status quo works well for a very specific group of people and if that were to change even a little bit it would be devastating for the la 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 so we get our calling birds we get our french hens and we shut the fuck up and we pay our taxes and that's how we get through this fucking piece of shit meaningless existence merry christmas um there's so much going on right now that no one even still cares about all the ufo stuff that's happening like every week and it's like we have a govern a new government office and a new streamlining to study ufos there's a guy i think Mm -hmm. harvard or something studying uap debris and everyone's like all right and we're not even like paying attention to the ufo logs did you see who was on those it's crazy (laughs) Why are the Easter Bunny? I heard for Tommy once. McGuire was on so, there. So, <laughs> so many. <laughs> the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny went to Epstein's Island. We don't want to talk. We don't want to think about that. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, it is. There's so much going on, and it feels like uh everybody has decided what they really want to focus on. And then, uh, and, and for the holidays, hopefully it's about family and, you know, love and giving and all that shit. Cause, uh, you know, it's all we have sometimes. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> yeah, holidays, we'll be right back. We'll yeah, be right yeah. back. Merry Christmas. I found the secret to, uh, to eggnog, <laughs> by the way. What do you mean? The secret? Uh, brandy I found the secret. Brandy is good. I don't know if you guys have been buying eggnog the last. The secret to making it good, or what do you? What's what do you mean secret? Look, there's a lot of eggnogs out there, and then I remember as a kid just being like, "Eggnog is the bomb. It's the shit." But the last few years, I've been buying it, and it has not been. It's not been up to par. And then I found out you have to buy the eggnog that is vanilla spice eggnog, and then you're rocking it. Do you not like? Oh, so do you not like regular eggnog? I thought I did, but I think back in the day, I think it was more closer to a vanilla spice, regular base foundation flavor, and then it changed. They got all the pumpkin spice eggnog and all this other shit out there. Vanilla spice eggnog, mwah. Ooh, that's good. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, maybe I'll get some eggnog. Throw some brandy in it, like you said. You know, did you guys watch? Oh, go ahead. 
the fight before Christmas. Oh, oh, oh you, are, you, are you talking about, wait, are you talking about the uh, boxing? No. Um, it Did you is say a, the fight before Christmas? It's a documentary about one particular man who is obsessed with Christmas. And he oh, uh, goes against the HOAs because he, he is determined, bound and determined to put as many Christmas lights up as he wants. Yes! <laughs> right. Except it's it got a little twist in it where you find out that this guy is the biggest asshole. In the oh. <laughs> and he's just trying to be an asshole. Uh-huh. And it is it's an incredible documentary. Isn't it funny how you can be an asshole and win a big lawsuit probably just being motivated by being an asshole yeah like it has nothing to do with justice or changing rules so that people can be bettered by it he's 100 (laughs) percent masking his assholiness with christmas cheer like he's guys i'm just fighting for christmas i'm just putting lights on my house that's all i want to do yeah they accused him of attacking his religion uh because they were like he was like this is a this is a war on christmas and the homeowners association is like damn there's we can't get out of our driveways like you're like <laughs> isn't that crazy dangerous. That, do you feel like that says something uh, about humanity as a whole like it kind of shines the light on a lot of those people that are like really aggressive about like the stupidest shit and then you're like, why are they so, why are you fighting for the yeah. stupidest shit? And then you're like, oh, cause you're an asshole and you just want, yeah, you want to win. Yeah. I've always had and this. You want the attention. You want the yeah. attention. Yeah. You want your point to, you want to be heard. Maybe you want to be understood. I don't know. I where, think there's, there, I think there's a thing that gets lost in translation in the brain where I think on a human like base level, you just want to know that you exist and you affect things it's the same reason why i think when a two-year-old sees a stack of toys the only thing it wants to do is push it down and have see the destruction of it because it sees that it creates change on the world and in a situation and that justifies your existence you're like oh god i exist and i'm here i think as you get older you confuse that need and that desire with shit like this you go yeah I, i i this matters to me and then you see that it's affecting people. I'm going to put all these fucking Christmas lights up. But but this yeah, matters, it's a negative. But it's this, a negative effect. But yeah. that negative effect still tells them that they have an effect on the world and other people. And they're just confusing that it can also be a positive thing. But they go the negative route instead. But yeah, because it's not the idea that that it's not the idea that. <laughs> Is that him? That's not who yeah. I expected him to look like. Why does he look like a, a, a Polar Express character? Yeah, he thinks he is. He's a psychopath. He look. Does he? So his whole personality is around Christmas and shit. Mm-hmm. And he thinks he's a hero. And so he, he thinks wants, he's a hero the whole time. It's a he, it's a stunning display of the lack of self awareness. Isn't isn't that what the United he's States a narcissist. is? The United States is a stunning yes. display of a lack of awareness. Anyway, we'll be right back. Fa-la-la-la, la-la-la-la-la. And I think death is just like I think death is like the times before you were here, before you were born. Uh, what whatever that is, you know. And it's Steve. I remember one time we were chatting about the next before the, the virus became the next big thing, but we were chatting about the social implications of accepting suicide. Yeah. Uh, Dying with dignity and things like that. Now this year we have the um the suicide capsule that's coming out. So whoa, what's that? Oh, oh, oh yeah, like like from Futurama, like that booth you could go into and just die in. Mm -hmm. What do you know? Do you have information about this? We should talk about this. Should I pull it up? I saw a picture of it, but I didn't do a deep dive into whether or not it looks like a bobsled, but it's like Yeah, it does look like a bobsled. It's a bob dead. And, And and I didn't read if it's it must be gas, right? Let me see. I'm going to look into has, this. I think it has knives that just stab you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe there's a choice. Is it, like, it, it's the switch. You get the urgent treatment. There's an iPad in there and you can choose yeah. where you want to go. You got knives. You got fill it up with uh, slow liquid. <laughs> yeah, that's Check a good one. Out. You got fire. Uh, sarcopods, short for sarcophagus. Mm, sarcophagus. Allow a person to control their death by quickly reducing oxygen levels. In Switzerland. Oh, so it's a slow suffocation? Well, in Switzerland, so-called suicide capsules are being developed to allow people to choose the place where they want to die a painless assisted death. 
the 3D printed Sarco suicide pod can be operated by the 3D user. 3D printed? Excuse me? Yeah, 3D printed Sarco suicide pod can be operated by the user from the inside, a way to provide more autonomy to those passing. La 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 la. And look, here's the thing: we can't be, we can't be uncomfortable talking about this kind of stuff because it's like you know this is a part of our lives, and I think we should be evolving as a species. And I think that in our quest to evolve, and we're not the only culture. We're actually we're one of the only cultures that looks at death in such a scary. Uh, way like there's so many cultures that are like hey, can't well if you're... I'm dead how am I supposed to make money yeah I'm supposed to keep an eye on my land <laughs> good questions good questions uh, all around folks good, great questions and uh, but I'll say that uh, you know the idea of being able to kind of like uh, you know and this isn't obviously this isn't a tri- I wouldn't attribute this to things like like mental illness like feeling like you're mentally wanting something like this i think this is more for people that are like you know uh terminally ill and you know would rather do something like this than be in a hospital bed and and ha- go through all of that kind of stuff and again it's really uncomfortable scary shit to talk about but i think we should evolve to a point where we talk about death the same way we talk about life as it being kind of like another journey another experience that we all share and we should all respect and kind of like understand Based on this year, I think we've now gotten to where we, or based on the past couple of years, it's like we now talk about life the same way we talk about death, which is going, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with rather pure... not think about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you think about it, we're all just living in our own sarcopopods. Hey guys, welcome to the ad portion of this here podcast. You know what? How well do you know your closet? How well does your closet know you? Hmm? Does it whisper, hey? Joe, if your name is Joe like mine, I know you. I got you. I'm going to cover your body with goodness that makes you feel confident and makes you feel like you. Well, my closet did not feel like that for the longest time until I stumbled into Stitch Fix, which I just got a box of recently. And I got some new shoes and jeans, all things that I hate shopping for. And they did it for me. And it was awesome. And they made my holiday season better. They are introducing a new product that you should all check out. They're introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle, a shop built just for you. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, likes, and lifestyle because they get you who you are and you just do it and it's so easy. Whether you're looking for a brand you love or to try a new one, Stitch Fix Freestyle lets you shop at a range of over 1,000 brands personalized to your size and your fit because it's so easy. With styles for workouts to workwear, for lounging around the house, or for a night out on the town, Stitch Fix Freestyle has clothes for any occasion. Plus, there's no subscription required, and they offer free shipping, returns, and exchanges, and that's all awesome. So do yourself a favor and get in on this, is all I'm saying. Uh, It's highly, highly uh, touted by me, myself. So get started today by filling out your style quiz at stitchfix.com slash valleycast. That's stitchfix.com slash valleycast to try Stitch Fix Freestyle. Stitchfix.com slash valleycast. Highly recommend. Ad number two. Commence. What is HelloFresh? Well, let me tell you. You get a fresh pre-portioned ingredient and seasonal recipe delivered right to your doorstep. That's what it is. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I'm going to address two bullet points down here. The first, the holidays can be hectic, but HelloFresh helps keep things simple with recipes that cut back on meal prep and clean up so you can spend time in the kitchen and more quality time with your friends and family. And not only quality time with them, but increased awesome quality time because they think you're a freaking kitchen wizard. HelloFresh makes you feel like you are some TV cook. I feel like I got magic hands when I cook with HelloFresh. I make things that I never thought that I would ever be able to make. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. Uh, Here's a little bit of personal information for you to help sell this bullet point. My daughter is incredibly anaphylactic to a bunch of, uh, not gluten, but like wheat and rye and barley and oats and almonds. It's a lot, it's a nightmare, but you put that type of information into the HelloFresh database and they give you a bunch of options that are safe. And again, 
easy to make with their step-by-step -step process. It's great. So HelloFresh not only fed me, they kept my daughter alive. And that's dope. So I think you guys should check it out and try our code and give yourselves a little bit of kitchen wizard magic. So do it by going to hellofresh.com slash valleycast14 and use code valleycast14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's a lot. That's uh, one more time, hellofresh.com slash valleycast14 and use code valleycast14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. I highly recommend it. I highly encourage it. And go check it out. It's America's number one meal kit. Do it. Do yourself a favor and put it in your mouth. Ad read number three, commence. I, Joe Beretta, have been accused that I am very hard to shop for, for gifts, and I find that hurtful, and I find that not true, because I got a face, and this face needs to be taken care of, and that's where this ad comes in for Harry's. Let's face it, guys, are hard to shop for. Whoever you're getting a gift for this season, we know we want something exciting but practical. This is the year to give me Harry's or him Harry's and there's no better gift than their limited edition holiday shave sets featuring their award-winning Winston handle plus handsome ready-to-go gift packaging for an amazing unboxing moment. Books are great, ties are great, socks are great, but the guy in your life also deserves something that he'll, he'll use every single day for years to come on his face spot. Harry's is the gift that keeps on giving. Their sharp and long-lasting blades are still as low as $2 each when it's finally time to replace them. How often can you say you're also uh, going to be given the gift of savings? You know? How often do you get to say that? Now you can. For a limited time, listeners of our show can get $5 off any holiday shave set at harrys.com slash vcast. What a deal! Do it! Uh, they're great, man. Again, it's like a little gift coming in the comes in the mail. You get to open it up. You get to refresh your set. It's awesome. Uh, we highly recommend Harry's here at the, the Valley Cast. It's backed by a 100% quality guarantee. So if he doesn't love his shave, you get a full refund. Another gift. Gifts galore. So this holiday season, listeners can get $5 off plus free shipping on any Harry's limited edition holiday shave set when you go to harrys.com slash vcast. So get on it. The sets come with a weighted handle, three razor cartridges, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. Everything you're going to need for a smooth shave, all packaged in a handsome holiday gift box. So, to claim your $5 off plus free shipping, go to harrys.com slash vcast. Thank you for listening. Please hit up all our sponsors. They're great. They're helping us keep this going. And uh, highly recommend all of them and back them 100%. So, back to the pod. So, currently, <laughs> check this out. Currently, assisted suicide in Switzerland amounts to swallowing a pill filled with a mixture of controlled substances that puts the person into a deep coma before dying. With sarcopods, a person can control their death by quickly reducing oxygen, oxygen levels. It says the user must answer a set of pre-recorded questions before they can press a button that floods the capsule with nitrogen. Question one. A train leaves New York at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. You have three calling birds, and it's December. It's de Are you fucked? It's December 19th. <laughs> Where are you going to find another fucking calling bird at this time? Um, it says... Um, Oxygen levels are reduced from 21% to 1%. After death, the pod then can be used as a coffin. So that's why it's 3D printed. So I guess I mean, you, that's just efficiency. That, I like that. I guess you yeah. don't want to wipe down that pod. Drag him out. For the, for the next guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to drag him out of the pod. Uh, <laughs> I accidentally leave one guy in there when you're on your way in. Um, so it says our aim is to develop an artificial intelligence screening system to establish the person's mental capacity. Um, yeah. yeah it, looks, it, it looks like a futuristic cryogenic tube. Yeah. Like that you sit. It looks like the thing that they come out of in Demolition Man. Yeah. And maybe that's secretly what it is. They're just putting everybody to yeah. sleep to wake up years later. Um. Yeah. Maybe. But I like it. I think that's cool. Weird. Just weird stuff. I think I've been cool. thinking. I think you're right, Steve. I know you. You started in a jokey place, but I do think I've been thinking about it lately. Of the the not for a personal exit, but just the thought of dying with dignity in the future and the thought of how we've maybe confused death with 
it seems to be more about everybody else surrounding the person that is going through the experience than it is the person going through the experience. Like that person, you lose your autonomy in, in your exit so much in this world. And it's more about how everybody else feels mm -hmm. during it and after it. Yeah. As opposed to how the person that's actually going through it feels. I remember when my grandpa was dying, uh, he was a real piece of shit. But I remember when he was dying, he was like, he kind of just wanted to say bye-byes. And the whole family were, were like arguing about like, well, we're in a, we're in a, you know, this is a, a Catholic hospital. You know, you can't. You can't do that actually like they don't they don't allow that here they don't allow you to decide you want to just go like it has to <laughs> it has to be like natural i guess and uh all i could think of was like man that's fucked up imagine being in your dying bed and you're like i'm ready i don't want my f i'm sick of this shit. <laughs> you know I, I it's an awful thought but it's something to consider for sure in that like idea. when you're just wanting to go to sleep at night and everybody else is just like yeah they're like hey we want to <laughs> hey yeah. we're here we came all this way to see you wake, <laughs> wake the fuck up wake up <laughs> wake the fuck up and tell me something that will change my life and make me not sad <laughs> uh, no go fuck yourself dying is about the person dying and i think it should be all about kind of what they want you know because wouldn't you want that if you want your yeah. family around you and you want them to do everything they fucking can to keep you alive that's fine that's your decision but if you want to go bye-byes it sucks you're in pain it hurts every day then go home man get the fuck out of here let everybody <laughs> go home go home let everybody else go home and start moving on with the with the wow. grieving process you know Steve, put me, you are, put me in a trebuchet and just send me that's that's all yeah. i want you're going to regret it steve when you do that and then you wake up in hell and you go uh oh <laughs> i chose wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but isn't that the whole point? Is like no one knows what they're choosing if what they're choosing is right, and, and any possible like as ridiculous as some organized religions' beliefs sound in, in our modern day and age, we nobody knows there could be a hell. Sure, it probably isn't, but if there is, I'm certainly going there, and that sucks. But what can I do about it now? Well, you show me, should I become a priest? Only if we can film it and make a documentary about it. <laughs> Steve Zaragoza attempts Saint. to become a priest. <laughs> Saint Zaragoza. Wait, hold on. You're saying I can never have sex again? Yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not saying that. You just can't. You just got to be on the down low. You know what I mean? Oh, on the down low. Oh, I can do that. I've been doing that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've got this uh, phone number we want you to call. It's, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's Glass. Gislaine. Did you guys know Eggnog was on the manifest on uh, <laughs> Epstein's <What>? plane? <laughs> <laughs> how did the... I'm glad you got these all in before you... Um, <laughs> before this all hit and we couldn't do anything again, but did the shows, how did the dynamic banter show? Oh, yeah, shows go? man, that was so did fun. Yeah, it was so fun. It was a really reinvigorating experience, re energizing. You did uh, Boston. You did what else did you do? We just did Boston. It was a mini thing. We just did two shows. We did Boston and Brooklyn. Brook oh, you did that's right. You did the Bell House. We did the Bell House, which we had gone to before and I totally forgot about. And then it all started coming back like like I've been here before <laughs> little little memories. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, but man, it was a good spot. And I was talking to one of the guys that works there and I was like, we I'd actually performed here before. And he's like, oh, yeah, what, where, what, what, did, what was it? And I was like, oh, we were the Valley Folk. He's like, oh, shit, I remember the Valley Folk. Yeah, I remember that. And the guy like totally remembered. I don't know if he's just good at bullshit. That's cool. But that's cool. They get a lot he, of cool people in there. Dude, like at, at the Bell House, uh, there was a set. There was like a set list taped to the wall behind the stage or you know it was just like an order of like comedians they do a lot of comedy shows there and it was like the order of comedians and the times that they were going to go on and it was like the night before it was literally still there from the night before and it was like all these huge fucking comedians like david cross was on there and like oh wow. um the new snl boys that do not um what are those guys called do not smile or something those three new guys on SNL. Oh, oh yeah, 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 
I forgot do not destroy. Called. Do not destroy. Yeah. So it was like them, and it was like Alana Glazer, and like all these like fucking really cool uh, comedians. Awesome. And I was like, man, this is cool. And now we're gonna do our dumb loud show on this thing. And uh, but it was cool, man. It's always it's always re-energizing when you like see people mm-hmm. that uh, love your shit. And and then afterwards, there was a lot of Valley Folk love too. A lot of people were like, we love the Valley Folk. We love the podcast, and glad you guys are still <laughs> going. <laughs> And uh, it's nice, man. It was really we'll nice. Right it, was good. it was good. <laughs> Just drill off. <laughs> and then we'll be right. <laughs> going. Um, going. Uh, any highlights? Uh, anything cool happen? Uh, somebody. Uh, oh, I got this tattoo. We talked about it, but I got this tattoo, which was really cool. Uh, highlights of the shows. I mean, uh, <laughs> we 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 added a bunch of Ringo Star like clips into our set into the soundboard <laughs> and we were doing sound checks at both shows and just like blasting these like fucking ridiculous fart sounds and Ringo Starr quotes and like it felt so surreal and strange we were just like bothering all these like sound tech guys that like worked with all these really professional amazing people and then we come in like blasting fart sounds and like stupid looping weird noises and shit because the show the dynamic banter show is kind of like evolving into like a like a band in some way we're like making music on the show like live kind of that's (laughs) great that's cool yeah which is kind of fun so we were doing that in the sound checks and it was just like so surreal and bizarre and cool but yeah people brought us like a lot of gifts and um you know always the best things are when people are like you got me through the pandemic and you got me through these really tough times with like your jokes and shit um but yeah mostly those were the highlights but uh was it tough when uh when the dynamic banter showed up on the manifest for epstein's (laughs) it was because uh it was because mike and i both had alibis which is really strange like we weren't we our names are not on the manifest so i think it was ryan faroki yeah all right (laughs) we'll be right back (laughs) so i found this uh reddit i found this reddit post that says what historical mystery is unlikely to ever be solved Ooh, and I thought we could go down the list of some of these things and talk about them a little bit. If you guys, I would love like. that. I love that a lot. Um, Let's the top. It. What's that? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, the best comment is the exact burial site of Genghis Khan. Apparently we'll never know where <sighs> Genghis Khan is buried. I feel like that's probably par for the course for a lot of people in history. Yeah. But with someone so, you know, important to historical you know for someone who was also like wasn't he like a like a general or something what was his whole thing he was a conqueror and his dna is in all of our dna (laughs) so as as someone who's a conqueror is a famous conqueror. this man this man slayed humans and uteruses yeah (laughs) and poon (laughs) i uh, (laughs) i did not know that he was missing well, it uh, says here, someone says, I watched a documentary about this on Curiosity Stream a little while back. I don't know what that is. There's a good possibility that Genghis Khan and a handful of his descendants were buried under a mound at the top of his favorite mountain, Burkhan Khaldun. He sheltered on that mountain after he had run away as a child and he declared it sacred. To this day, you need special permission by the government to even get close to it, which is very interesting. Oh, wow. Mm, that's fun. Yeah, mm. I, I, this is one of those learning moments, but I also like somebody that can just go, that one's my favorite mountain. I know. Is that, someone said <laughs> the next comment is, you know, everyone should have a favorite mountain. <laughs> Joe, do you have a favorite mountain? That one's my favorite mountain. I kind of like the Devil's Peak in, uh, you know what I'm talking about? You're that, talking about the Devil's Tower? Devil's Tower. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm not so much a mountain and more of a uh, tower, <laughs> a monolithic rock sculpture. They yeah. say a bear chased, uh, 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 I think it was an Indian princess was chased up it and a giant bear scratched its claws down the side, creating the, creating oh, the grooves. Cool. And that's of course fun. that's bullshit, but, uh, God damn it, Steve. Here's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's obviously bullshit. Uh, but I love the story and it's cute. <laughs> Um, no, I would love that to be true. That'd be awesome. I think that's the story. It's something like that. Yeah. 
Anyways, okay. next story. Next another historical mystery. mystery that is unlikely to ever be solved. La 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 la. <laughs> we should... <laughs> Where the Sumerians came from. It's fascinating yeah. how the first people to invent writing and settle mm. in great cities papyrus speak a language totally unrelated to the languages of the people around them who spoke Semitic languages. It says a theory says that they emerged out of the Ubayid culture and were indigenous to Mesopotamia, while another goes so far as to claim they came from the area of the Persian Gulf before it was flooded at the end of the last ice age. And some others believe they are related to the Indus Valley civilization. The Indus Valley. Yeah, you're bringing me back to high school. This is fun. Uh, And it says, uh, yeah, and that's that. So where the Sumerians came from will never be likely never be solved never know how cool is that i think it's fascinating beyond all belief quite honestly it also Mm -hmm. someone else added i agree it's an interesting problem but it's also kind of what you'd expect most of the languages of that region were simply never recorded it could have been an isolate at the time writing was being innovated or it could have been part of a larger family with relatives in india or africa we aren't going to know because only the speakers in this one region were using that system until it was adapted for language families centuries later how far down is the theory that they were aliens and they left dude i know right so let's see probably not too far because it is reddit uh let's see uh reddit in their little alien logo they love aliens yeah says damn this was an excellent read totally the kind of shit i'm super interested in i love history and languages very much i'm curious to know how you acquired all your knowledge uh let's see there's an episode of the fall of civilizations podcast on the subject there's so much knowledge and cool shit out there guys it's really fun (laughs) we'll be right back Uh, there it is If they ever find out who the Sumerians were, the modern culture culture who they're most closely related to is going to be insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) And someone said, so it's the French. Uh, nice. <laughs> uh, uh, Nothing on dig. Um, okay, here's another thing that will never be solved, likely, from history. One of Australia's prime ministers just disappeared when he went for a swim in the ocean. So probably that. <laughs> Someone says. I think the, huh. yeah, I think the question, the answer's in the question. <laughs> the answer is in the question. <laughs> Uh, the murder of Olaf Palm. The official version doesn't have any real evidence or any murder weapon. I don't know what that so is. So that's, I don't know what that is. Let's see. Let, let's find who. I feel like I'm about to learn something that I'm supposed to know. I Olaf the, Palm. There's a Netflix series. It says, I love the crime trilogy around that topic by Leif GW Person. Um, yeah, I don't know. Olaf Palm. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Hold tight. Yeah, Anyways. usually people are really good about explaining what that is. Like some people will be like, what is this? But no one's really saying it. The uh, former prime minister of Sweden. Oh. He had he was assassinated in 1986. So it must be about that. There you go. There we go. Um, okay, let's see what else we got here. Uh, what Pope Leo said to Attila the Hun. Attila was taking over the world and made it to Rome and the Vatican. Leo rode out alone and spoke to Attila and convinced him to not destroy Rome and the Vatican. What was said, only the archives of the Vatican has any idea. Wow, cool. Yeah. Someone Um, said, quote, oh my God, can you like not? (laughs) Yeah. Please don't. And then they said, I never thought about it that way. Somebody want to just get on the phone with the Vatican, see what's going on here? (laughs) Can you just don't? Um, (laughs) Whether Frank Morris, John Anglin, and his brother Clarence Anglin survived their escape from Alcatraz Federal Prison. Yeah, Yeah, there were some people who escaped that were never found. Supposedly, they just ran off and, you know, changed their lives, uh, changed their identities. Many good movies about it. but they the overall thought is that there was no way they did they just drowned in the cold 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 water very likely that's what happened and that's why it's mm-hmm. kind of not like a huge mystery at this point but it's yeah, interesting movie, to think though. about yeah grace this and i is were fun. in uh, san francisco and we we're eating and looking at alcatraz that's that was that's alcatraz right yeah yeah and i was like how far do you think we could get 
swimming. Like if we tried to swim <laughs> there and both of us, we'd be dead. We'd be dead as soon as we got in the water. We <laughs> right. right. <laughs> no way. Too tired already. Yeah, we'd get tired and we weren't out. Tired before you got in. <laughs> uh-huh. That thing's got big, big walls, like big. Oh yeah. It's like, crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cliffs. It's, it's, it's like impossible, uh, truly, but the, the conditions of that prison were almost, uh, worse than what your fate would be out in the really? sea there. Yeah. I think, especially during that time, uh, there was a lot of cruel, uh, uh treatment park. of, uh, sorry, Joe, this is really disrespectful. <laughs> Sorry, talking to my to my child with the broken leg. Oh, all right, all right, you get, you get away with it. Just this time, Miranda. Okay. okay. Uh, Thank why you. was Hayden on the manifest for just? I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> do it. I was like, no, oh, not on the. He's a monster and a pervert, <laughs> and I don't know what to do about it. It happened too late. It happened too late. I should have stopped. Uh, this is a funny one. It says, "What caused the Bronze Age collapse?" We'll never find out. And someone said, "Probably oxidization," which is a very funny response to that. Mm. Uh, science oh. joke. <laughs> yeah, it is a science joke. What caused uh, what? The what? The collapse of the Bronze of Age. the Bronze Age. What was after the Bronze Age? Uh, let's find out. I don't know. Because I heard a theory that it was when we got a hold of caffeine. Is that true? Yeah, back in the day during the minor, unless the Bronze Age is something different. Let me but find out. One of the ages that preceded our modern era uh, was when we got <clears throat> caffeine. And prior to that, people were drinking all the time. And they would mm-hmm. drink during their jobs. And it was only when we started getting caffeine that we switched to a thing, to an upper, basically. And then all this innovation. You mean drinking alcohol? <laughs> yeah, we drink alcohol, like mead and stuff prior to... Uh, huh. Um, Prior to, to, they would do it, they just drink constantly all day and it would slow them down and it would make them kind of lethargic. And then we got caffeine like imported from some other area uh, where it was discovered. And then the whole culture started taking caffeine all day and just go, 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 go. And then it caused this like explosion. Whoa, it accelerated that a new age. Accelerated our, yeah, into like the Renaissance and Enlightenment and Scientific Revolution. Wow, I love that. That's fascinating. It does yeah. say that the Iron Age followed the Bronze Age. Then never mind. It would have been so, Iron Age, yeah. Um, Very interesting. But uh, yeah, but there is a lot of shit about what caused the Bronze Age to collapse, um, and then what happened and why. And I guess we'll n- we'll never know. It's really um, interesting. So because rec- so much record, so so many records are just destroyed. You know, like mm-hmm. there, there was a wasn't there like a you know, I learned this from Epcot from the from uh, Epstein. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Epcot was on the Epstein manifest. No, the, the, <laughs> the, the big spaceship Earth was on, <laughs> the big giant ball was on the. Planet. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> this thing runs it what? runs deep guys it what? runs real <laughs> deep <laughs> so hey, did you have spaceship earth was yeah. on the, the flight oh, yeah because yeah. huh. it's that big giant thing and there's a did you know that there's a ride in there joe inside of spaceship earth? like a coaster or something no like it's that? like yeah. a, it's like a fun little like a slow kind of slow like uh uh you go all around the inside of it but it's That's it's basically cool. like it tells you the history of humanity and technology and uh it's really Pretty educational boring. and I, i'm sorry i love it but uh yeah no i mean i guess you would i love like, it it's boring it's boring it is but i like it because it because <laughs> i remember i didn't know which is crazy that there was like a worldwide archive there was like an archive of like the knowledge of the world from like really early on to the that bible? point no no it was not the bible it was like you- <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know there's this thing called the bible did you hear the bible was on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there was a few of them in, oh, on there, <laughs> some, and some in the luggage. But no, uh, th- there was there was like a destruction of an archive that was like a devastating loss of knowledge, of historical knowledge that we oh, wow. that that we just don't have anymore. And and a lot of people just had to kind of like rewrite things and like kind of remember what what. It'd what be happened. like if we lost that like seed vault. That's a uh... 
exactly yeah. exactly exactly and and that's fascinating to me too because it's like man what's all this stuff like we the fall of all of these ages might have we might have had the information in, in in there but uh it got destroyed wait is are you sure that wasn't just added for the ride that there was a, a one singular compendium of no no not knowledge? like of the world but like in this one area okay. there was like a like a, a record of that geographical area Disney wouldn't lie like to library? us yeah <laughs> isn't that <laughs> Is that like an old kind of like, wasn't there some library that supposedly had a bunch of information that got? Yeah, is it, is it the same thing? Yeah, Library uh, of Alexandria? Yeah, that's what, Alexandria, yeah. Yeah, the Great Library of Alexandria in Egypt was one of the largest and most significant libraries of the ancient world. The library was part of a larger research institution called the Museum, which was dedicated to the muses, the nine goddesses of the arts. The idea of a universal library in Alexandria may have been proposed by Demetrius of Phalerium, an exiled Athenian statesman living in Alexandria, who may have established plans for the library, but the library itself was probably not built until the reign of his son, blah, 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 blah. The library quickly acquired many papyrus scrolls, owing largely to the uh, Ptolemaic, Ptolemaic kings aggressive and well-funded policies for procuring texts it is unknown precisely good how many alliteration such roles, there uh yeah mm-hmm. indeed. Uh, the estimated range of forty thousand to four hundred thousand scrolls at its height might have been included in this library at the time uh alexandria came to be regarded as the capital of knowledge and learning in part because of the great library many important and influential so- uh, scholars worked at the library blah 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 uh oh here we go despite the widespread modern belief that the library of alexandria was burned once and catechismically destroyed the library actually declined gradually over the course of several centuries uh the decline began with the purging of intellectuals from alexandria in 145 bc uh, uh during the reign of ptolemy Physcon. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Uh, which resulted in Ar- Aristarchus of Samothrace. Sounds like some Game of Thrones shit. Um, the library or part of its collection was accidentally burned by Julius Caesar during a civil war in 48 BC. It's unclear how much was actually destroyed. It seems to have either survived or been rebuilt shortly thereafter. Um, huh. I don't know if that's the same one. Is this the same one probably that they show in the Spaceship Earth? No idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Too bad we don't really know, and this is not really the kind of podcast we are. (laughs) (laughs) We're just reading shit. It's just like source fed. Just just reading. Like (laughs) feeling around in the dark for something that sounds like something. Yeah. Oh, here's an here's an interesting one. We'll never know the mystery of who was Jack the Ripper. But didn't we just find that out? I think we always just found it out. There's always a new article <laughs> yeah, yeah. saying someone, it was somebody. The like History Channel really loves it when they just yeah. find out. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's a two-hour special where they build up, they build it up, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be, there's interviews, and then at the end, there's like, we'll never know. <laughs> Jesus, check this one out. My neighbor killed his whole family, buried them in his house, then went for a trip. Nobody knows if he's dead or hiding somewhere. Huh. And we'll never like know. That, that's like, sounds like that uh, uh, Unsolved Mysteries, the new uh-huh. ones that came out. There was that one about the father that did that to his family. And then like there's just a there's just a, I think like a, a security camera catches him just like walk off into the forest or the jungle or something. And just gone. Damn. Wow. Just gone. Damn. Just gone. And that was the holiday special, everybody. Thank you for attending. Wait, the one more. Guys. <laughs> Apparently, Einstein's last words will never be known because the nurse that was taking care of him didn't speak German. I thought you were going to say his last words will never be known because bitch mumbled. Because <laughs> <laughs> bitch crazy. Because bitch was crazy. Uh, the nurse said what? The nurse? the nurse didn't speak German and didn't understand what his last <laughs> words were. How funny is that? <laughs> it's like, Man. bring fucking German. You know, I got another. You know, you have someone who's German take care of this guy. He's like, what did he say? He said something like, (laughs) (laughs) it's funny though, how we're kind of obsessed in some ways about people's last words and stuff. Like everybody, like they talk about uh, Steve jobs, last words and stuff like that. And uh, you know, who cares? I don't think that really matters. Right. Like, like it's hardly anything insightful or like, 
you know, amazing. It's usually like, I think, I think there's a real famous, like general's last words or famous president that just said like, get the fuck out. I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me alone. I'm dying. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this disjointed, (laughs) tearful episode of the Valley guest. Uh, Anybody want to add anything or no, man. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, all that stuff. Happy new year. I hope you're all staying safe and and healthy and finding happiness in all the chaos. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being along with us on this journey. We really appreciate it. And yeah. Oh, and the next episode is going to have a special guest. We won't, we won't say who yet, but there is a special, or it might not be the next one. I don't know. Is it the next one? It's, <laughs> it's probably, probably the next one. It's probably the next one. All right. Well, anyway, that's, that's real fun. It's been a while since we've had uh, a friend of the show. Uh, you know, we had Ellie on recently, but you know, she's just Kevin's girlfriend and like, you know, whatever, that's not really a guest. It's just, and we're sorry. Like there, you just want to say sorry. Um, she's great, but we do want to say we're great. sorry about that. Uh, Elliot. Anything Bye. else? all right well guys uh, thank you so much for listening we appreciate the patrons we appreciate the listeners who aren't patrons and you guys are great happy holidays we'll be right back hell yeah goodbye we'll be right right back (laughs) 